Welcome to the Limitation Is Amarized podcast. On this episode, I have a superhuman guest in Gary Wallace. Gary is founder, organizer, trainer, dog's body, everything that exists in core NA. Uh, I've known Gary for a long time. We had our own podcast, the name of which has slipped my mind, the Coaching Mindset Podcast might have been what it was called. Uh, But then we became very busy and we stopped doing it. So Gary, do you want to give a brief intro as to who you are for the people that don't know you who have lived under a rock or don't have kids, I suppose, or read the hair? Uh, uh, yeah, true. So um, yes, well, thank you, Liam, for having me on. Um, it's always a pleasure. I love meeting up with yourself, chatting, shooting the breeze, what you're going to do now. And it's always an open, honest conversation, like a rabbit hole. But um, yeah, so, but yeah, as Liam says, I'm Gary. I'm founder now Core Kids, which we're going to do a name change from Core and I to Core Kids <gasps> because we are going a wee bit further afield, um, nice. which is the main reason. So yeah, just started it now. This is my fifth year and uh, just started off. I was working a long time with AFA in primary schools, doing football coaching, their program, and just needed something more. Started off my own and started one primary school and now... We one of my first goals was to go nationwide, which we did last year by delivering our online program. And I think last year we were in 73 schools and we had 132 at last count signed up to our online program as well. So it's just kind of growing from I always say it's always quite good because it's always the first primary school was a local primary school, and my mum was a classroom assistant. And she had to stay over and help me take the, the after school club. So I started about one, two hour after school in the local primary school. And then it's just kind of growing from there. So, yeah, and kind of coaching has been all my life. And I'm uh, very grateful now too. I also coach the Northern Ireland senior men's team. So strength and conditioning coach with them. And um, probably another moment I'm proud of, I'm coaching my local club at the minute, which is like, for everything that's all in it, I still love doing that. Um, it's like a volunteer. Who's thing. your local club? It's Killick Lahar, the Mighty Blues. Um, so it's a Gillick club, Gillick football club. And uh, it's always nice. Always, oh, That was one of my goals as well. And I remember always ta- talking, we, we used to always set goals and stuff, but I wanted to coach for free in the time that I wanted. And this is the time that I want to do it. And it's free. And it's back to my club. And still at a decent level, very good level. And just brilliant i see just coaching people and everyone is connected with it too so yeah I'll, i always love coaching and i made it into career a passion all that and uh, uh hopefully a massive not hopefully it is going to be a massive 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 uh, life source income for me as well so it's all good nice i like the idea of you changing the name because again like the core ni is like we'll get into mindset and stuff at some point, but whenever you say core NA, but then you think about becoming worldwide, you're sort of contradicting yourself mentally. So now that you're changing that, that's awesome. Um, you the way that you said that, it almost implied like it just grew. You were like, it was two hours after school, my ma got me in, and she had to help me as well. Oh, you never said your ma got you in, but that's what happened. <laughs> um, and then it just grew and grew and grew. It didn't just grow like you it didn't just happen like you've done a ridiculous amount of work and and testing and like study and all sorts of stuff what is it do you think that got you think because we're from the same place and we think the same sort of way but not everyone does 
what do you think it was in you that just made you think i know like you said about the when you were doing the football coaching that there was something more and that's where you got the core kids out of and core has a meaning that you can go into as well that would be cool um but what was it do you think that was in you like how did you be someone that saw no boundaries that saw beyond doing a couple of schools here and there and doing all right and like like you want to be not only nationwide but worldwide worldwide dominance um no honestly like the biggest i suppose from the start i was always a very optimistic and positive person which was which was a good start um mm. but over this past while mix that with increasing my mindset and that's been the biggest thing in my business in my life overall is changing my mindset now somebody oh i'm always very positive and i was that person i was always very positive and, and i went through my own journey of, of ups and downs and but for me the biggest thing was was working on myself to then turn around and go you know what it's already here core kids around the world has already been created it's really i just have to go and let it happen <laughs> sometimes i have to just get out of my own way you know um like you you know, we got into stuff like gratitude and mindset and that's probably the biggest thing is Rather than working on the business, I worked on me first. It got me to a place where I could, whenever things happen now, it's like, it'll be all right. It'll work out. I don't overstress about anything now in the business. I never constantly looking at the bank account or wondering where's the money going to come. I'm like, my God, we can create anything we want. And that's literally where I'm at now. I'm like, like the whole online thing we did, it just kept saying to the guys, it's like it started in my head. Mm-hmm. And now we've 132 schools signed up to it. And that's only, that's we haven't even really pushed it. We've pushed it hard enough across Northern Ireland, but now we're looking to get the right curriculum now for the Republic. And then we're going to go down south and then go from there. But what I do is I just visualize it first. You know, sit on it, visualize it. Um, and yes, you'll see a lot of people whenever they talk about meditation and visualization that, oh, you just have to sit there and be still. Yeah, sit there and be still, then take action. <laughs> I think yeah. you still have to take action. That's that's the big thing. But it's always back to your question. That's the biggest thing that's excelled me is letting go, getting out of my own way, and just go and don't listen to the naysayers that are going to say, Oh my goodness, you couldn't do that. Or oh, like anybody I said, now we're running 60 summer camps this year. Oh my god, how do you organize that? It just happens. And you slowly built that obviously too, being level headed yeah. and all you went from like we started off we started off at six i went four four six air first year and i was on my own i think i had i won in rosnaila i had one in oma and one in enniskillen maybe two in rosnaila then i went then and we had another year at six and we pushed on the nine then last year only probably when i was working and we'd mentioned before and working with the mindset coach like kim calvert and i just started to click started to go whoa i'm holding myself back here I'm doing okay, but there's so much more. And even at the minute, you know, we, we were talking about this and we were saying like, it's, I'm doing okay still at the minute. I haven't scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. And people from the outside are looking going, oh my God, you are absolutely flying. You're amazing. Now you should slow down now. You should do blah, blah. And you're not happy enough or content with that. And like, you, you don't see what I see. You don't see what I see. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited that the fact that this is only the start of it. And it was around that time, then I went from nine and I says, you know what? And, and I'll say it openly, uh, 
I wrote down actually on top of the page. It was with me, uh, Sean, who's kind of been with me from the start, one of our workers, one of our. I can uh, see him over your shoulder there. He's there, he's which one showed that one there. <laughs> so he's there, <laughs> he made me in the background. And I got on, we got on a call, a Google Sheet, and I just put in the top 100K camps. It's like, we're going to make 100K this summer. Now, we might have been doing well. We're like, oh, six grand we made or something like this. It was like, you know, well, yeah, good summer, good summer, blah, blah. But I was like, let's go 100K. I just literally picked the number out of this guy. Just, there was no calculating how many kids we get this, how many that. I just said 100K. That was yeah. it. And then he is very good because he went, how do we do that? We couldn't do that. I don't know how, how we struggled last year with nine. Like we were really pushed to the thing. I, I don't know. I said, look, I said, I'll give you a bonus. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I will pay so you like, more money. Yeah. But in, the, in fairness, I just, I just, I just said, I said, let's test it. Let's just do it. And hey, if we make 70K, let's go for it. Now, what happened was we, we ran all our camps. Some didn't run, some did run. And we, we tried and we didn't sell them all out. It was perfect. But then just at the same time, the schools then were, got a pile of funding and they wanted us to run camps. And guess how much we made at the end of the full year? 104K. Yeah, roughly around that. <laughs> like that. I was like, it wasn't exact, but we yeah. got over it. I was like, we did that, Sean. Now, that's income. <laughs> they yeah. We learned so much because we did, we just, at the start, I just said, it doesn't matter. I'd like, buy that, buy that equipment, buy that. Okay, yeah, we'll give all the coaches this. We'll give them that. We'll give them all the same pay. We'll give them this. I mean, we still made our target, but I was like, I was so focused on the income. Now I just need to put on my business hat and go, right, where can I save the money? Mm-hmm. And now you turn over 200K, but now keep the income low. Or sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. The, 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 all the expenditures. So that's more the business side of it. But still in all, I made one decision and wrote down what we, we, we titled all our documents when we were working on hundred K camps, we titled every single document, our Excel sheets or word. We did our standard operating procedures. We did everything and we titled them all hundred K camps. And we are just like, yeah, let's get, and we, at that stage, me and Sean, the only ones who knew that didn't matter, didn't have to tell everybody else, you yeah. know, didn't, didn't have to do it. Um, when some people say, "Oh my God, you must be absolutely worth a fortune now," you got you turned over hundred k, you have to turn over. Um, but <laughs> yeah, and again, that that it was a learning. Mm-hmm. And one thing I always say to them now too is is we, we, the team's growing now with the two brilliant admin ladies in in Karen and Orla, and shout out, shout out to Karen and Orla. <laughs> um, but when we have our team meetings and stuff, I'm like, guys, there's a better way, not not in a way that a way that excites us. See the way we're sending out these emails now? I bet you there's a better way. There's an automation or something, right? Mm-hmm. Let's go find it, right? What did we do? What took the most time? And even explaining to them, if it's taking you a lot of time to do this, I don't want you wasting your time on that. Let's find a better way. So then you can then be more productive in another area. Mm-hmm. And that should help me kind of grow and grow. But just again, that all comes back to a simple mindset. There's a better way. Don't get frustrated everything and when i do that one guess what there's a better way and they're giving to that well there's a better way than that and that's just excites us it's the whole yeah. time so to answer your question the mindset <laughs> <laughs> well well the, the thing is you you built the foundation first a lot of people make the mistake of thinking the business is going to solve their problems 
my business gets better. I start making more money. I'm going to be happier. I'm not going to have to worry about money. I'm not going to have to worry about this. Everything's going to fall into place. Whereas you built the found because the business is on your shoulders. I know you've got other people that are a part of it or whatever, but really when it comes down to it, it's on, it's on top of you. If you don't have that mindset foundation there for yourself to hold it up, then it's, it's never going to last. It's not going to survive. And I know from being a business mentor with different people that that's something that they overlook and usually would question me when I'd start with them. They'd be like, why are we so focused on me? I need to fix, I need more clients. I'm like, well, your clients are coming to you. And if you're an asshole, they're not going to be coming to you or something politer that I probably might've said. Cause you know, I'm nice like that. Yeah. Um, well, so you're saying about like you starting with gratitude and having like I love the idea of just naming everything the hundred k because it sort of wipes out doubt. Then you can't be like, oh fuck, will we get this? Won't we? Like it says it everywhere. You're you're seeing it everywhere and you're visualizing it and you're pushing it forward and doing that. Is this something then that you find easy to get across to your coaches and the people that and then fun like filter that right down into the kids that are working with you i think so because and this is probably where the business side comes in but again back to that point you made about unless i'm in a good place for that i don't want to say a good place more so more aware of where i am more than a good place this thing about being oh i need to be in a good place and high and low and stuff you're going to get that you're going to get roller coasters now i've learned and dealt with that and and you know yourself whenever I don't do the stuff is going to happen. Oh, is that call out? Oh, do you hear that? Are you back on? Yeah, no, you didn't get cut off. You're fine. Did it beep? Did it roll in there? It did. It's the phone. It's yeah. If you can hear it, I can hear it. That's what will. Okay, I've lost you now on the screen, but we're in here and I. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, yeah. So, um, the biggest thing with that would be it is it's getting into a routine of knowing and it's the same with mindset i always say about is it's like the gym you know you don't do one workout and be really strong continuously after every day and progressive overload and you get stronger and better and faster same as your mind and for me if i'm in a good keep going back that good day <laughs> if i um have a level of awareness for me the next thing was how do i portray that across to the rest of the team and the last thing that we did there, there was the the main team as such, really, who are heavily involved, not in the coaching side, is there's three or four of us now. And we literally had a meeting and I started off asking them their goals. Just as they're it's like, are you doing our care? If it's anything related to core kids or anything personally, where do you want? Because then I got an understanding of what they want. I got to understand. So it was amazing. Like we wrote, I said, guys, this is a blank canvas. It's like, what is your, your dream job, your dream home? What does your family look like? What are you wearing? I went, went, in, went in really into depth, like really, really in. And it was even amazing then too, one or two of them were still so conservative. Yeah. Still so conservative. Oh, I just imagine the tarmac being, being you know, really done. And but in fairness, they probably visualized their, their dream home and they were maybe living in it. And, and they were happy enough with the surroundings around them. But all of us were getting really creative. And like at the swimming pool and how we had this and I can visualize myself working for poor kids, but I had my own team underneath me and all. And I was like, brilliant. Really let it go. Like really let it go. So 
that in a way helped. And even then, we just, and this is what I would normally do myself. And then we started with gratitude as well, too, but getting them in the right vibration, setting their own personal goals. And then we did a bit of just guided meditation. I just took them through because it, all of them talked about being in a new home. So talk to them just going through, okay, visualize yourself in the home. What you're driving up to home? What are you driving? What are you wearing? What does it feel like? What is the smell in the car? Getting that sense of feeling for it. Okay, you're going to the front door. What color is it? What is the door handle? What does it look like? How does it feel? And just guided them through their house and in their garden. And, and from there, the energy even in the room. And then we went and explored ideas. So whenever then they come up with two or three brilliant ideas, because the energy was there and they were in that mindset. Yeah, they can see what they're working towards as well. Yeah. Like the, most people, if you do the visualize, visualize your future, they go, ah, it's going to be really cool. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, what, yeah. what are you talking about? Or visualize my house. Yeah, I'm going to have a brilliant house. How many stories is your house? Uh, two. Like, well, you didn't really visualize. You just guess it now. You need to, like, that's what, where I think people fall down in visualization is, like you're saying, they're being very conservative and holding back and, like, what do you want to achieve? I want to be able to, like, even just back to the gym, I want to be able to deadlift my own body weight. How much do you weigh? Fuck, I don't know. Well, how do you know you can't already do? Like, you know what I mean? You've no information. And I love the fact that you're talking about awareness and kept coming back to showing your awareness by stopping yourself from saying the statement that you repeatedly didn't want to say. So that is a live action shot of awareness where... <laughs> Boom, in your face. <laughs> Yeah, I know, because we're not all perfect. It's as simple yeah. as that. Like, um, Some of us. And now, uh, but anything as like, even what you say, because I, the, the thing is, this is the amazing thing. The, the one thing people say, oh my God, it's growing. But the biggest thing for me is the growth is, is that if people around me, surround me, not be like me, but have their own sense of awareness, but can help me deliver my message. Mm. Like my goal is to inspire millions of people to live a happy, healthy, more fulfilling life. And how we do Good that goal. at the moment, how we do that at the moment through core kids is providing positive experiences of physical activity and well-being through all our programs. So even at that, I want to ask my coaches, what do we do? And if they turn around and use the word provide positive experiences, brilliant, inspire, brilliant, then I know that that's just not a fancy thing for me to write down and say. <laughs> then yeah. I know it's being done. So, because mm. I would have done like little like well-being talks and, and stuff in schools. And I always, I was like, oh, I walked into your school and seen a great saying across top of a wall. Can anybody repeat it for me? And I, oh, like um, every child matters, no matter if they, um, oh God, Karen, what, what was that? I, I, it's gone for me. It's gone for me. I'm like, if you're talking about building a culture, if you're talking yeah. about building a thing, those are the people in the building and they're seeing it visually every day, but they're not understanding or feeling it. Mm -hmm. So for me, is examples of that then too. What is a positive experience? A positive experience is a child coming in and smiling. Like one of our things is make a child smile the first five seconds they come in. And that's something simple as, oh my God, red's my favorite color too. Is your red, favorite color red, Liam? Yeah, I love your t-shirt. Unbelievable. Thanks. You know, yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Your corns on your job. Love. Oh, is that a full kit? Oh my God. Who do you support? Oh, yeah. My United. Oh, Liverpool. Boo. Just literally. And it's like, you going, guys, that's a positive experience. Because mm -hmm. this child could be the most nerve for them coming in the environment that us is normal is massive to them. And yeah. we can give them a positive experience. And not only that, 
it's a positive experience to the parent. Oh my, that's brilliant. My child feels so safe and welcome. Like we get a lot of reviews, like we do feedback forms and that's the biggest thing from the parents. I just love the enthusiasm from the coaches and I felt so safe dropping my child off. And we're like, boom, positive experience. Yeah. So that's, that, that's what I'm trying to instill. I have my ethos. We have our, our points. We have everything across. Rather than it being nice and fancy and well-written and whatever, are we actually doing that? And don't get me wrong, like there's times where we won't be, but we review it. And mm-hmm. again, there's always a better way. We'll do it a better way. Yeah, you know, even without, with the not writing it fancy, like that's, you're more of an action taker than a, even though you did write in the, I'm still waiting on that book to come out, but you wrote for the Herald for <laughs> a million weeks. Um, but you, you are more of an action person. You could sit and write the fancy words and everything, or you could go and do something that gives a positive experience and it doesn't have to be verbalized in an amazing eloquent speech it can just be that smile in that kid's face that's how how do you know you're doing what you're doing look at that kid and like the idea of it being i think people overlook it it's so simple to make a kid's day i remember doing magic at a school and after the school a wee kid just walked past me and they looked at me i knew from the look of them that he wanted me to say something and I just remembered the last time I ever saw him and it was in a cafe I was working and I was drinking a hot chocolate and I just said to him, no hot chocolate today. And he fucking beamed like he was. And then I got a text, a random text from his mom who knew my sister, whatever the kid was called. I never heard the kid's name, but she, she was like, came home, loved the show. And then you remembered him and he was delighted. The magician knew who he was and that he liked hot chocolate. Like, it's such a simple thing to do. Just like, I like the color of your top. I love unicorns, like whatever it is. Whereas people overthink it and start to, so I think the theme of this conversation is you have a lot of wee simple directives in your mind, like show gratitude, positive experience. It can be better. Like all those wee things, none of this is complicated. It's like you're a very successful person and most people would again disassociate from you by saying like you're flying you're making a million pounds look at that car and van you're driving you've got your own jumper and all your class and you've got like i and they're what they're really saying whenever people say stuff like that to me is i could never do that yeah i'm like yes you can you just start and then have a vision and, and move forward and go with it um what what does core stand for just whilst i remembered asked you um What's the stuff? I don't know. Uh, no. um, so to be honest, like the, the name itself, uh, we, we did we again. That was probably one thing we did try to like do a lot is to is to abbreviate it to make it cool and fancy. But the fact of core is core physio fitness started years ago. It was me and my cousin, and we were like, because he I was gonna be in the fitness the PT and he's a physio, and we thought right, well. Both you were breaking company. people and sending them to him and then yeah, you were saying, you to fix like, yourself, you need to go back to Johnny. That's a good business up. model. What warm up. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just kept it and then we're like, because we were, I was in Colleen at the time, he was down here and we we're like, we'll probably work together at some stage. And then basically didn't, he went traveling and then I just kept core. I kept the name core and I tried to abbreviate it. And then the reason, not going to lie, I went for NI was because I dropped the physical fitness and just went NA. And I was like, 
Let's go NA because there was a domain name free uh, for <laughs> NA. I'm not like, this is the, again, this this is something to the people, and it goes back to that simple point of yours. Oh, I could I don't even I don't even know what to call it. I don't even know what to call it. My company started because that domain name was free. Yeah, it was simple as that. And all I did then was build on that. The the orange the, the C the C itself as a mate of mine designed it again. Get people who are good at things. So he designed the C. So the C it never stops. It's a never ending journey. So whenever you're on your own journey, it's never ending. So whenever you mm, come in, nice. anything, it's never ending. And then the orange is. That's it. Yeah. And like literally, that's but there's a little bit of a story with that, but it's not like, oh, I had an epiphany one night and I waited for this magic moment. No, the domain name was free. The orange, because I'm ginger, and the C means an ever end story. And credit to Fiend Quinn for that. And that's that's literally it. Again, it comes back brilliantly, brilliantly timed there, you know, because you maybe thought there was more of a thing. Because I I did try it a few times. Um now we, we currently went and got me certificates, but we we do it like for certificates for the camps. We do um, like uh, thanks for being so caring, observant, um, you know, radical, radical, you know, energetic in the air, like when you're at you when you're at the camp. So, but yeah, like, like I like that point too. You said there's a lot of, and that's probably one thing that frustrates me a lot is this is all I've learned is that every single person has the potential like uh, i i mean even i want to really kind of understand and whenever you you abbreviate a lame like it literally is limitation as a mirage like it's a book it's a great book it's a great book i remember one time you remember i was like i read the book and he's like have you read it i read it i read it most nights now and i'm nearly through it and then he's like oh show me and then i was like going through i was like oh highlighted some stuff and then it was like dog like the dog mark was here like when i left the page over but that night I'd only read like a page and like dog marked. I was like, what's the point? <laughs> I was really tired that night, but like I read through it. Um, but yeah, no, it was actually, it was a really good book. Actually, I'm not just saying that. Um, and it, it is. I was going to cut this bit out of the podcast and post uh, it up. <laughs> but uh, I know, do a gift on that. But it probably for me, it was such a good book because I know you and all. It was good with that connection. So I did actually a bit of like emotional connection with it. And, and that's what helps too. But Back to the point too about the like that limitation arise. Like we all have infinite ability. We all like it's it's endless, absolutely end. And this is the this is the thing when people say, Oh, you're so successful. What is success? What is your success compared to mine? What yeah. is everybody's success? Like for me, you cannot reach the top top because it's infinite, but not in a way that it just depends on your attitude on it. Don't get frustrated by that. Be excited by that. By going, my God, this is where I am now. I have so much more to give. I have so much more to actually do. And it's like, this is awesome. This is absolutely awesome. And even if you feel that you're quite successful, you're content or whatever word you want to use at a certain level of something, be it finance, be whatever, then there's going to be another area which you can improve on. Is it Mm -hmm. giving more service? Is it family? Is it friendship? Is it, you know, physical, whatever it is, like it, it should excite people and knowing, and knowing where you are now is exactly where you need to be. And if you accept that and move out of your own way, you can get even further. Yeah. And I know there's going to be people listening to that thinking, I, but where I am now, shit, because this happened and this happened, this happened. You're like, yeah, but they're all lessons. You can learn from it and move on. And 
acceptance is the first step in progressing. Like, it's, sometimes I think, do you think the fact that we loved exercise and going to the gym, that that helps you really make sense of that? Because sometimes you can go to the gym and your bench might be massively improving, but you can't squat for shit. And every time you get in, you're like, fuck, I'm getting great in one area and the squat's not. Maybe if I just, I'm going to focus on squatting for six weeks and then it flies up and then you go back and you're able to do it. I think the gym, apart from just the physical side, the mental side of what you, the mental resilience and toughness that you learn out of that, like it's very easy to go what you just said there and think, he doesn't know what it's like to be me. Especially the people that don't know the shit that you've been through in your life and what you've overcome. They just go, it's easy for you. Like I've had people say it to me, nothing bad's ever happened to you. And you're like, all right, cool. Uh, it's so easy to look at, yeah, overlook the the journey and just go, I would sure you've 60 workshops this summer. Sure. Fuck, that's easy for you. Sure. You're already doing it. What am I supposed to do? I'm nowhere. And you're like, well, that's like you said, you're exactly where you are is exactly where you need to be to start and then just move move on from that so um i love that we analogy so sometimes like because we've known each other for so long i'll just my brain just goes on me different times i think oh, that'd be <laughs> it's like did we talk about this earlier or was it because of other stuff no, yeah, like, just just in general as well know, like, but it is it is true and i think and that's the thing it may sound harsh as well but whatever problems you think they you have now at the minute they're not that big there is no big and there is no small you know, they're, they're it's like whenever you start to see things as that, and don't get me wrong, like I and you'll see yourself think I'm nowhere near perfect. There's things that still frustrate me or upset me or whatever, but it's like that little thing where I'm saying about oh, in a good place, and like, no, hold on a minute, it's not a good place, there's something there, and it's like, right, I'm grateful for that now that I built the level of awareness that I can stop that, or having conversations, or the way I speak to people, or the way I do whatever and go you know what, that action wasn't, didn't suit me. There was mm. something there. What was it? Rather than going, blame other people, blame other things. The only things you can control the controllables people talk about, control your own actions. Whatever yeah. other people say, do whatever, you cannot control it. So why let it affect you? You know, like, and it's, it's easy, so easy said and done. And again, it's, go back to the, I love the gym for different analogies. It's the same thing in the gym. It's like, if somebody says a negative comment to you, negative comment, and you may be able to take it, if it keep coming, 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 it's like lifting heavy weights. You won't be able to do it until you start training and training and training. Yeah. And the way for me that I train that is, is study, yes, in the morning, reading on to the mindset coach, business coach, everything like that. That you can do it. I see right now. Can you see that on I? I can't see it. No, we can hear you. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I like turn my phone off. I turn my phone off, but it's still. Well, I thought you had it done that the first time. After no, I, did, I did I did turn it off, but it's then because my WhatsApp's connected to me back as well. So people now ringing me on WhatsApp. Let's see, this this is the this is real life. This is what businessmen have to deal with. The magic that happens. Um, <laughs> and then it came up my screen too, saying your uh, your laptop's about today as well. <laughs> so it will be a part two if Gary just disappears yeah. in the middle of all. <laughs> it's like. Like, and now it's like, oh my God, but your life's so perfect. Nothing ever goes wrong and blah, blah. And how do you fit everything in? What about this for a question? Is time an illusion? Yeah. Okay, good answer. Like, okay, on the next. 
Well, th think of Parkinson's law. However amount of time you're given to do something, that's how long it'll take. And I didn't go to college, but a lot of people did. And they'll all say the same thing. Fuck, I had to do my thesis in a week. And I remember I didn't know anything about college. The first time anyone ever said that to me, and I was like, what's a thesis? And they told me, and they were like 50 million words. And I was like, that is mental. And they only give you a fucking week to do it. And they're like, no, no, they give you like six months, but I didn't do anything until the last week. I'm like, oh, well, that's fucking stupid. Why did you do that? But people will get it done. So I, I think, like, I don't have the time. The amount of people that tell you don't have the time and you're like, do me a favor, don't go on social media for a day and then come back and tell me you don't have the time. And I know it's different because, like, I don't have kids or a wife or anything like that to, like, take up extra time. So when I'm always very aware when I work with people. I'm like, look, everybody's got different situations. But, like, if we go back to the analogy, if you, not was an analogy, I suppose it was just a fact, you read one page of the book one night. If that was all you did, in 196 days, you'd have read my full book. Pretty sure it's 196, I'm not sure. Um, could be. You'd have read my book, but someone that doesn't have your mindset would go, I can only read a page. What the fuck's the point? And in 196 days, they still won't have read my book. So you'll be further on by just doing that little bit. So, so making use of the time in that area of just, what do I want to improve on today? Speed, then I'm going to go to the gym for 10 minutes and just do speed work if I don't have time. I want to improve in strength. I'm just going to go do a quick warm up, do do a deadlift, and the same when it comes to your business and mindset and everything. Like, don't have time. Do gratitude for ten minutes, and then the more, I think the more this question for you. Then, the more time you spend doing the mindset stuff that improves your life, do you think you discover more time then? Hundred percent. And the reason I know that is because the times and I don't do it is the times of last time or I'm more rushed. Yeah. When I say I don't have time to do gratitude or I didn't have time this morning, then I'm chasing me to you all day. You know, I think we all have the same amount of time that's there. It's just how we prioritize it. Mm -hmm. And people say, oh, I can't, I don't have time because I have kids. No, kids are your priority at that moment in time. Yeah. So do that to the best of your ability. Maybe don't use it as an excuse. If you think that's the time that you need to spend, that's what you're doing with your kids. If that's the maximum time you need to do that, that's perfect. Accept that and then start enjoying that. Mm -hmm. start enjoying that for what, what it is. Because at the end of the day, kids are going to grow. Everything moves. Nothing, nothing stays still. Why was it like you you grow or you disintegrate? Like, you know, nothing ever stays still or where it is. So it's just exploring that the whole time. And yeah, that, that for me is a big thing. You always have time. It's just how you prioritize it. And and then it comes down, it's the time management is not a thing either. You know, time can't yeah. be managed. So for me, it's it's how I prioritize and what I do even to prioritize. And I've noticed that now you see with the camps as well. And this is this is why I'm not nowhere near perfect and I'm constantly working and, and we're getting there. Is that I haven't looked at my diary now in so long. And even every night I would spend writing out my my week, my day. So I have like the my big calendar. So I'm in my office here now, this real office, but I'm actually in my office. But I thought you meant like your 11-year-old girl diary. What do you uh, mean, yeah, like your so work diary? In my, no, but it came, all I have is like a page diary. So I know the big page every day. Yeah. And what I'll do, I'll start and I'll write like, you know, wake up 
and then I'll do morning routine, you know, and then I'll do whatever. Then I'll go seven. Hours. Then I'll start thinking. Then I have my whole day planned out. Mm-hmm. So then if I ever get lost or feel like a or thing where, all right, I'll do that. Or something crops up or I'll go, oh, what do I have to do now? You know, oh shit, right. I want to actually go for a quick break because I have to take this done now here. Or just I forgot about that. That's coming. Brilliant. And the reason sometimes I do it at night as well is n- I never worry or stress too about it. But when I'm lying in bed, I try to think as we were talking about reading Neville Gar- Goddard's book. I think it was Neville's book, one of them anyway. But they talked about building memory. Um and and say like in one of your inner and um um abilities, but reframing your um your day, but working backwards on it from when you go to bed. And everybody, if you're listening to this, try this tonight. It's, it's challenging. But if you lie in bed and work backwards from everything you've done until you got out of bed that morning, at the first few, you were like, yeah, so brush my teeth. I got in bed. I was reading that book. And then blah, 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 blah. you went back even that data. I did it wrong. So I went book and then teeth in bed and teeth. Then, oh, maybe I like chamomile tea. And then I'll oh, lock the door. I did that, did that, did that, and go back. And then you go, what was it? I did it again then. Oh, no, no, sorry. I'll go back a wee bit. I did that. But it's brilliant for, for doing that. But then the other side of it too, whenever I've read everything out for the day, I know subconsciously my mind has gone over and that day is complete mm-hmm. because I've already done it. I've already written it down. It's done. That, that day's done. I just have to take the action now towards it. Yeah. Huge. And then one of the things I started doing with the meditation and stuff as well visualization more than meditation. i don't we used to when you started you were the first person to teach me like proper meditation breathing technique you're just excellent and Thanks. i did and i meditated a lot i actually did like a full year with the headspace app didn't miss a day um, i might only be three minutes at times but I, I made sure i just give it give it that but for me now i visualize a lot more and i was listening to um oh the main wow my goodness it's gone for me now main valley um but he it, it's it's a it's a it's a six pointer one for six points i'm doing it here six points six points for visualization it was you start off with compassion so you start off with something in your life so for me sometimes not going in my head is, is my son's smile or my son just laughing or doing something and then i start spreading that around the world and then just in my mind you just like visualize going around the whole world Mm-hmm. And then the next one, then you started gratitude. So things you're grateful for, three things you're grateful for, and three things you're grateful for about yourself, which a lot of people will struggle with to say yeah. three things are really grateful for itself. The next step then after that is um, huge is forgiveness. And to be honest, I worked a lot actually on forgiving myself for different things as well, which is massive. So again, I'm only spending maybe 30, 40 seconds on each of these, not even. Then I go on then and you do your day. So from the moment you're you're visualizing and step through your day, the whole day until you get in the bed at night, then you can spend as long as you want. This this could be the big one. You visualize your future. Visualize and it, let it take you wherever you want. Let it go to wherever you want. Because what you're doing is you're reframing that in your mind. You're sending it to the universe, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it. But for me, I believe in that. I believe that it's already out there. It's already created. We just have to get out of our way let it happen and then six you give yourself a blessing you just again doesn't matter what you believe in or what you don't just bless and just say i'm so happy and grateful that this is now coming to me 
-hmm. and whoever you bless that to anywhere at all if you just even put it out there then fantastic so those are six steps and that could be a 10 minute five minute visualization so if people say they don't have time and they don't know what to do those six steps are huge yeah the forgiveness thing would would be massive for people because people get held up and holding on to they mightn't hold like i worked a lot with relationships in the past through the hypnotherapy and stuff and people would would bring their past relationships into the future ones and they'd have all these walls and defenses and they would block block niceness from coming to them because they're afraid of what that could lead to that could be negative and I'd be saying you need to forgive yourself first for staying there and then forgive the person for the way they treated you. And people would just shut me down. I'm not forgiving them. They were whatever. And I'm like, but they don't know that. They're not sitting up at night going, oh, we're going to sit up for five hours a night. Whinging about that time I did whatever. I'm like, they, they're moved on. So you move on for yourself. And, and like you can forgive people without ever telling them you forgive them. Like you can forgive people who wronged you in the past. Because again, it's, like you were saying, control and the controllables. It's your attitude and your reaction to how they treated you. Like you might do something that you think is normal and I think is ridiculous. So I get offended and you don't even know you've offended me. You just went on with your life and I'm offended going, that our guy one, I can't believe he said that or did that or whatever. Like if you are doing the forgiveness, the gratitude, almost at the start, forcing yourself to Think of things you like about yourself. So one of the things I would have done in my challenges, say something that you like about yourself out loud and people will go, what? I'm like, it can be anything. I like my hair. I like my face. I like my smile. I like cheese, whatever. And then I would say, shout something that you love about yourself because the, I, I believe that the vibration is more when you verbalize it. Like if I make a goal, once I lock that goal in and I'm, I'm really set on it, I don't need to tell people it, but I need to tell the universe. And in my head, I'm like, I need to tell that out loud. If I don't, if I can't say that with belief, I can lie. Like in your head, think about the amount of times that you've had wee arguments and conversations in your head about, especially like if you have a job and your boss and you say, oh, fuck, if he does that, I'll do all this, 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 this. But then whenever they say, go and do that, you're like, okay, sorry, okay, I'll do it. Do you want me to do 10? I'll do 10. So if you can't say it out loud, I don't think you you truly believe it and saying it out loud will reinforce it and make you change the wording to make it more believable for yourself. So just having those wee six steps, um, I did it up there, having those wee six steps in place and doing the gratitude and, and, and everything will make, I believe it makes you, it filters out to everything else because it makes you more aware, self-awareness, more focused on like if you can't think of three things you like about yourself, you should probably do a bit of self homework. Yeah. Like oh, I don't like anything really. It has to be something, and sometimes you have to bring it right back to. I like that my legs are capable of walking me to the shop to buy snacks. I'm like good. That's stupid. And you're like, is it? Is it more stupid than saying I don't like anything? Like yeah. that's more stupid in my mind. Uh, I just went on a wee tangent there. <laughs> Let's try to bring it back to some sort of structure. So, guy, stuff. Something I thought's worth bringing up is you, you're saying about being a strength and conditioning coach for the foosball team. In most people's minds, they probably visualize you in a gym 
getting people to lift heavy things and get stronger and stuff. But most of what I see is you fucking somewhere beautiful, being all like, look at my life today. I'm on a slope or look at me over here. I'm in Q8. Everything <laughs> in this, like, so how did that come about? How did you get in there? And then just what's it like to, to do something that you love that also you love traveling as well. So it takes you. Like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Like it is. I was like, it was like getting a, it's coaching and for me coaching is connection and just connecting to people throughout that journey so i i started coaching where i was in the afa in the primary school and then i just approached one of the get directors who was like looking after the the younger groups the youth academy groups you know for the northern ireland team so the best players we go we used to go to cookstown on a monday a wednesday and a sunday so like i went every monday wednesday sunday drove up to cookstown did the coaching and my segment might only been 30 minutes, 20 minutes, and maybe a bit after helping the guys come back from prehab and stuff. So I wasn't actually a football coach, I was strength and conditioning, but I loved it and I connected and again connected with with the coaches, with the players, with everything. And from there, then I just got asked to go and work with 17s, 19s, and now the current manager was the 21 boss. And I actually got a phone call one day. The guy who was doing my role for them says, look can't go can you come and cover for me went i just headed off really and just connected with the staff and then then he got the role and he asked me then to to come in and that that's essentially it so um probably the, i'm not gonna lie the biggest thing i see when i got there and and i, I kind of just needed to go was was imposter syndrome 100 like i landed in this and i'm like now coaching like i, I take a warm-up and multi-million pound players like guys playing in the Premier League and doing everything. And I'm like, shit, um, <laughs> what am I doing here? And and, it, and, it's, and it's a harsh environment. It's ruthless. You know, mm. and if you're not at a high standard, if you're not at that level, then, then good. So my first few trips, I'd say, I have to say, were a bit of a nightmare for me, if I'm honest. Like, and I came in the middle of COVID and everything, and it was just like, oh, my God. But I went back home and I was like, right, what can I do better? What can I bring here? What what skills do I have to bring to here? And actually, for the first time, then I, I did a presentation for them. I worked my bollocks off, like research and like sleep patterns, and um, I started doing gym programs up and everything to do it, and presented that to the full squad, you know, on actual sleep and how it helps performance and everything and all, and really just got in there. And I suppose slowly built a connection and and that and probably if I'm honest, like some, now you're feeling comfortable in that environment now and surrounded by people. Like, but, you know, I, I can see where people turn around and say, oh my God, but I couldn't do that because you're at this level of that. Like, I'm an international coach now and it's one I wanted to be. But week in, week out, I'm not working in Premier League football club. I'm not doing whatever, but I can still deliver a high standard. Mm -hmm. And I had that within me the whole time. And back yeah. then when I started, it was disbelief. So even imagine like for people out there when they're doing that, it's like, don't, don't, don't give up with the first hurdle, you know, when you fall. And don't get me wrong, there was times I was going, because like I was thinking, oh, I'll give it up because it's not really in with my goals, blah, blah. And then I was like really searching and exploring it. And it was like, I have imposter syndrome here. I literally have imposter I literally, that's what I have. Now, do I give up now? Do I keep going? Do I go and then explore? And now, thankfully, when I don't know if you're in COVID, now it's relaxed and we're starting to explore more now. And 
but I am questioning for different things, more so about the lifestyle habit when I'm away and what it's doing, taking me away actually from my goal now, but I'm doing it in a better place. No one, mm-hmm. well, it's not out of fear. Yeah. I'm not being there, but this keeps coming up now. And now I'm able to, in the stage to go, oh, there's something here. Like it's an amazing opportunity and the people I work with and the players. And the best thing I see for me for it is that I work with those guys from such a young age. Now they're progressing in the senior team. So mm-hmm. like I always said to them, like I always find my role with the 17s and 19s. I'm like, what I see happens with the international stuff, they, they play for their clubs all year more or less. And they come with us for short periods when there's an international break. So there's a break where they all come and play all players from around the world play for the international team. So you're talking two weeks, max 10 days to two weeks. So I do that in like four blocks. So that, that's essentially it. Mm-hmm. straight the full year. So for me, when I was taking the younger players, it was, can I leave you back going to your club in a better place as a better person? Yes. Physically, I wasn't going to put anything in. Do Technically, tactically, we're not going to do too much. Even the football coaches were like, right, what can we do to prepare ourselves to, to do well in this tournament? But for me, right, these are still young guys. And some of them may have been across the water, but some of them are still playing home here local. So there's a mm-hmm. golf of difference. So yeah. like, right, what can I do? And now that's the same too when when I'm with the team now. And I'm looking now at these young players. And I'm like, one of my goals was like, boys, I'd love to go and watch you play at a premiership club or whatever without you even knowing I'm there. You don't even have to know I'm there. And I'm going to sit in the crowd with my son or whatever and watch you. I was like, nothing would give me more joy. Mm-hmm. But you don't even know I have to know I'm there. And for me, I wouldn't even share it from the rooftop. I'd just be like, yes. But like one of the wee boys came on, it was wee Connor Bradley. And I coached Connor from like, he was 13. So he's like signed for Liverpool now. And he came on, he made his debut. And he put in this unbelievable tackle in the corner and the crowd and everything just left it up. And I was like, I was actually there on the sideline, coaching him that week to go and see that. Rolling watching that even on TV going, I used to coach him when he was 13, 14, 15. Yeah. I was like, I was there. <laughs> yeah. I was there. And so for me, it's like, again, there's a reason. There's a reason why I did all that at, at such a young age. There was a reason why I was there. And now I might have had a small menu part to play, but it was still, like, that's the same thing as, as reading one page a night. Yeah, it may have seemed like a small thing, but compound effect over time on top of doing your gratitude, doing your visualization, you know, increasing your awareness, doing whatever, doing extra study, taking time for you. It's like, oh, that one page is like that building block to all that as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that, and again, then within that rule, like the kind of technical, that, that's more kind of, that's the kind of deep side of the rule <laughs> where I was personally. Yeah. Um, the rule itself is a breeze. I don't know <laughs> but no, no, it's like it's unbelievable. Like, you know, we're getting chartered flights, you know, we're traveling, staying in five star hotels. Like, our base is a Culloden there in Belfast. You're there for 10 nights. Uh, like, Kevin Hart and all was staying like in the hotel and you're just chilling out and you're getting the wee perks here, there, and everywhere. And yeah, just traveling different, work, different countries. Now, when we travel, we get a few hours ourselves to go out and see stuff because it's not only. Travel, stay, play a match, go home. Mm-hmm. But the period when the players and all are resting or whatever, we go out and explore the city and maybe go out that night and stuff. And just when we're there, mm-hmm. you know, and like when would ever go to Kosovo again? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what city? Like the um, uh, Pen- or what? I can, can get get it now. Um, 
but it's like it's not their main city it's the second city i think it is so it was no it's not main city but it's just unbelievable just like when would you ever do it atmosphere around it the buzz around it being the the athens where you know we're in greece there we were in i'm uh, sorry in, in cyprus as well for five days you know been to austria been everywhere it's unreal it's just things happen people think oh it's so out like always say too and i've already been skiing this year for free too because i help out one of the schools but just approached me but the reason they approached me is because i paid for i want to take my son skiing i always wanted to do it so i was like right we're taking you skiing i'm taking skiing no matter what and i actually phoned my old teacher he used to go to used to take all the ski trips he said will you go with the school you're paying adult that's 100 percent go so i paid it's good got on his phone to take the teachers and i was like look i'm going to spend adult you need me to do anything i'm there give me a shout so i helped out blah blah and then eventually the next year then i know it's good for me says, oh here you're a great help with the thing would you mind just coming as a teacher i'm like 100 percent. so now i ski yeah. for free <laughs> <laughs> but you know you, you do a job it's, i don't think it's more job either. like it's yeah i think that's a big thing we always said about like I don't know, it's not like a saying, like, oh, do something you love, you never work a day in your life. I love working. I love what yeah. I do. I love that that I call that work. But it is, don't get me wrong, there's work, there's times there's work, because sometimes we're, we're designed to rest, to conserve energy, to do whatever, to run away from a saber-toothed tiger or whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah. so we're designed to be lazy. Like, that's, that's us. If somebody said you even... 30, 40 years ago, majority of the public would be out running as an exercise. You'd be like, what? Running the roads? <laughs> yeah. Like, and they're not competing like in the Olympics or anything. And there's not being chased yeah. by a tiger? What is happening? Yeah, no, but like, but even way back, like even I'm talking like, like, you know, 30, 40 years even, like it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't the norm. Like now you look, we just evolved and we've just started, yeah, changing was pretty cool. It's kind of going off again too. And we <laughs> thing but i like it if that feels well, good well well I, I wanted to ask that question i was hoping you'd go on that sort of a tangent um just to show that all of these lucky for listeners i'm doing bunny ears like lucky opportunities you're lucky that you got the opportunity to go skiing you're lucky that you got in with the like people will overlook that you did the whole way up for, and all the teamwork now you're lucky that you're here. You're lucky you get to go to Costa. You're lucky and you're like, well, if you just watched his journey, it's not luck. He grinded in this and he stuck at it. And he quite, it's not like you just were like, I'm going to work with these 13 year olds and it's going to be amazing. You're, you're like, there's times where you're questioning it. Why am I doing this? This doesn't reach my main path, but it's still a great opportunity. And it's a, it's a life, life experience that I'm going to get. And that all filters into where you're going and then how you go back to your basics of how do you do it better like you're doing things better you're picking up stuff from all these international clubs that you're working with all these people that are super successful and stuff and then you're able to use that in your business and come back to like how do i give a good experience to people and you're like oh well when i was over there one of the great experiences was snowball not we kid in the face maybe they all like it um so I, th I think that's a great place to end too because it's sort of we'll get you back but it's just sort of doing the fundamentals becoming aware of who you are and what you're doing at the time and that brings you back to quoting my book the limitationism rise you can like we have untapped potential like you're saying 
I think it was Bob Proctor that talked about it too, was that you can't manage time. You can prioritize tasks. Like time is an illusion. You can't, but you can get your tasks. And, and like you said earlier, it's the, the priorities that you put on things is what actually gets them done. Um, where do people find you if they want to follow you, which I think they should, where do they find you? Where do they, where are you? Mainly our channels are really Facebook, Instagram, um, and reach out. If you want to reach out, just, send me an email as well our info account info core na which we need to change as well dot co dot uk again that was another thing we're going to go to dot com um but yeah so reach out there just just to be typing core kids and and facebook and instagram and and, it, and it'll come up so um but yeah i know it's you you're right there and i think even just in that other point you're talking about luck this thing about luck here's you go you make your own luck i think all the stuff when i reflect back on it the skiing for example I always say we went skiing when I was school. I said, I want to ski every year. I had the potential to ski every year. Always wanted to work with international athletes. I'm now working with international athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, until you realize and watch your own language, positive or negative, that's what comes. Yeah. You know, and it may not be until you step back and go, God, I actually wanted that. And I bet you people just sit back now, positive or negative, what they have in a way with a lot of the stuff they've wished for, they've said. Yeah, I've put it out there. Yeah. Made their own luck. You put it out there, you know. Um, and a lot of stuff too, I'm saying, I think it was a good thing you said too, is that, that time manager thing, it did come from like with Neville or, or Nightingale or Bob. I think it was Erla. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing. People are like, oh my God, you have all this wisdom, you have all that. Just borrowed of other people. <laughs> yeah, you just seem very old. You see, you've so much wisdom that you seem like an old mystic. <laughs> what old? Pardon? That's what I said. You seem. <laughs> but no, but like, I, I think if people are watching this, and all, I know we're we're funny stuff too. But like podcasts, books, this listening to this, reaching out to people, like Liam, you know, just reach out, communicate because. You'd be amazed how much you want to get. Like, might of people reach out to me and I'd be like, oh my God, this is what I did before. Didn't really work. This is what I did then. Yeah. Oh, really? I'm like, yeah, 100% have it. <laughs> Take it. Go. Yeah, all yeah. I want to see is just success around me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there, I don't have any competitors. There's no such thing because there's abundance alone. Yeah. I always use this analogy to you and we're wrapping up here, but I'll keep going. Um, but like there's 800 primary schools in Northern Ireland alone. That's just primary schools in Northern Ireland. If I had 1% of that, which I currently do, um, but even <laughs> like 10 or more or 15 or 20%, and there was other people had the other one. Brilliant. Are you able to, can, do you need support? Do you need help? Can you provide a positive experience for these kids when you're doing that? Because if I look at it like I'm going to earn money, you know, purpose, yeah. purpose before profit, profit will come. Mm-hmm. 100% it'll come. You know, when doesn't matter. It's just gonna come. So yeah, no competitors. You're right there. Just just go for it. I feel like I'm trying like to someone out here is listening to this. He just needed to hear that and was like, Yeah, me, he's right. So on that well, note, I believe you're right. So guys, thank you very much. I really appreciate your time as always. And for all listeners, just reach out to Gary on all socials, core 
kids core and i depends when you're listening to this yeah it depends, it depends what whatever anxiety just google him you'll find him ulster herald he's in there too just get him you'll find him somewhere uh all right thanks again everyone else you, my friend. have a super awesome day whatever you get up to and i will speak to you again soon